Good evening, God. From the safety of my bathroom, in the corner on the stool, with my porcelain comrade, Tony. Oh, I have chatted with you over and over, whether you like it or not, from this exact spot, because I feel at ease here. Everyone who speaks with you finds their spot to pray and talk. Throughout the world, your creatures find their safe and sacred spot to where they feel secure, and in turn, forget about the world outside and concentrate on the revealed codes, the kosher coding that creates all we see. But what we see, God, these days, though it is not new, especially to you, is the chaos that is erupting, an eruption that is no less violent and primal and unending than the lava flowing presently from the island of Hawaii. If we were to go back in our chats and search for all the times we had mentioned the imperfection, the maddening dysfunction of your two-legged, it would not be shocking to find that almost all of our chats mentioned this, even ever so briefly. Why? Why? <laughs> it is obvious. It is difficult to ignore us and our reptilian personalities, as it is difficult to ignore what happened this past week at the Capitol building in Washington, D.C. <laughs> and guess what? On my birthday, many have said one shouldn't be surprised by this mob and their behavior. Believers were boldly talking about on social media for all to see and share. When I heard these comments, I just smiled. You, you, you didn't need social media to predict or announce the coming of the mob. We have been a mob. Since the first recorded times, we have been unstable and have struggled over the centuries to be more able since our humble, upright beginnings. And when we are scared and filled with doubt, we feel that voice inside us say, I know, let's form a mob and see what happens. Mobs are high-impact workout situations. It's improvisational Zumba. It's a flash mob flashing to the public. It's cool not to think, hey, let's break down that door. Do I blame us? I do. But another barb comment you can search for in our previous chats that I have said to you over and over is, there is a problem with following the one. And you, my friend, are the one. But you naively think, God, that we follow the right one, that we're going to follow the right one, and that, of course, is you. The mob that descended on the U.S. Capitol in full reptilian display was also following the one, that one being President Donald Trump. He is the one. But another example of your creatures choosing the wrong one. We, gosh darn it, have a knack for it. We had a friend who married numerous times, and each time the marriage, well, it ended quickly. No one was surprised. You could do a lineup of eligible men and she would keenly always pick the most dysfunctional one to date and, of course, later marry. At one of her weddings that I was invited to, as she walked down the aisle, a friend opening his suit jacket revealed a sign that said, Don't do it! Well, she ignored the plea and did do it. And the marriage ended several months later. So, let's get back to you, God. You have programmed us to believe in you, the one you command us not to follow false gods. You know, that's a really nice statement that you can weave into a potholder, but it has little power over your creatures. 
It'd be like suggesting alcoholic at an open bar and saying, hey, you know, take it easy. One drink and, you know, drink lots of club soda. I mean, look at this. How many times have I asked you to look at us? This week in the Torah, we talk about the new Pharaoh who came after Jacob. We talk about his fear of the growing number of Jews. The growing number. To the young Pharaoh, he saw these Jews as a mob. To a growing number of sinners in your towns of biblical days, you saw these creatures as a mob. To the ones trying to build a tower to reach you, God, you saw them as a mob. You know what a mob is. The mob bruising and shouting and killing their way into the Capitol building is the same mob. A mob is a force to be feared, but a mob, like a hurricane, needs a center, an eye from which to swirl up and destroy. It needs a reason distilled by one person. The one is needed to ignite that mob, to light that match, set us on fire, and let us burn the disbelievers. All right, fine, 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 fine. I chastise you. Rambled on, now what? I mean, look, I'm not asking you to send a secret message to us to, to code in our brains to no longer believe in the one, or rather a pantheon of gods, but I'm asking you to acknowledge, acknowledge, as I have asked before, to see the error of your design. All right, I know I said that I'm through chastising you, but come on. Is this asking too much? I mean, I got it. Who the hell am I to broach this question? It's only at this point in our chats that I wake to think that what I think, well, is a mistake. An error is, in fact, your way of fueling the drama in your game. I mean, you watch Rome burn and lean back on the lazy boy and take it in. I mean, what is the point when you approve this message and look forward to the next mob rising up? The mob that long ago ran with sticks and rocks and the present-day mob that runs with smartphones our brothers and sisters in arms, having been with us, are with us, and will continue to be with us. Technology does not make us smarter, nor will it soothe the reptile inside us, waiting at a moment's notice to rage into the night. In fact, social media glorifies the mob. One image, and a stuck in my head, related to the attack on the Capitol, was a police officer literally being squeezed almost to death by the swelling mob pressing on forward. Here was a man hired and trained to control the beasts in us, overwhelmed by the sheer number of those who have given themselves over to a lower cause. How, God, how can we, on a daily basis, remind ourselves of our own powers of destruction? What should we do? I mean, talk to you? Well, we don't all talk to you. Many don't talk to you at all. You're probably happy about that. In addition, we don't all pray to you or read the words of holy books that remind us of our true natures. Then what should we do? But I mean, put up billboards all over the world stating, humans are dangerous, may bite, caution, treat each other with gentleness and tolerance. Maybe you utter 30-second ads on TV and social media showing a reptilian nature and ending with the words, Think more, react less. Stop. Stop, 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 stop. I mean, we go over and over and over and over this. This is like my chat with my grandmother when she was in her 90s, living in the senior center with perfect skin and a perfect pitched voice and a dollop of dementia. 
When I asked her, which was infrequently because I lived in California, I would visit her and say my name, and she would say, oh, I have a grandson by that name that lives in California. To which I would reply, I am that grandson. I am that grandson, Grandma. To which she would say, oh, what's your name? I would tell her my name and the entire conversation would start over again, word for word. Point is, it is impossible to us, for us, to have as many chats as we have had and not talk over the same ground. We are flawed, their design is flawed. Who cares? It doesn't fucking matter. What does matter is what I've seen in myself of late. And this is what I'm really getting to tonight with our talk. I admit to, and have during these COVID times, observed my level of cynicism increase significantly. I have become a disciple of the Debbie Downers. My older son has accused me rightly, well, in a few instances, that my reactions have become those of a grumpy old man. This is not who I am from what others have told me. I have been told kindly that I serve a, a sense of up. I serve up humor, optimism. That's what I do. That me, though, that me that wraps what I do in optimism and humor, well, it's been very quiet of late. I suppose I've been overwhelmed by the merry-go-round of events. But that can no longer be. This game of yours is too good to give in or give up. The mob will always be. Reptilian behavior will never be extinguished. There will always be those who knock the old lady down and take her purse. Oh, I'm told not to be judgmental. I don't know that person's circumstances. What has made them who they are? As nice as that sentiment is, let's face it, there are lots of effed up people, period. So what do I do? Turn into a grumpy old man? I can no longer let others and other events justify my, my grumpiness. I must create a mob of my own that storms the street with silliness, with puns, with laughs, when all else fails. Don't be surprised that life may, life will kick you in the ass when you're not looking. Get over it. Don't do the Debbie Downer call. Call a sponsor for the merry mob. Don't bury your joy beneath the shovels of the grumpy old man. How has this happened to me? I must promise myself not to be weighed down by the mob mentality that has chosen Shiva as its lifetime honorary member and a deity that might be the one. I know what angry, angry, angry arguments look like up close, unhinged. I've seen them growing up as a kid. My parents, at times, were a mob of two. My response back then was to douse the mob with humor and compromise, you know, on the raging reptiles that were my loving mom and dad. It took its toll on me. It did. But I refused to get involved in yelling and screaming. I chose a different path. And now I seem to have given up. I can't. What I did as a boy must be my response today. I must count on my better me. 
the better me that others look to, to fight my dour nature weighed down by the mob and my age with a shield that shines to all, see the glass as half full. I mean, it's useless to be otherwise. I know, God. It sounds like I am pushing this, pushing helium in this balloon of optimism that has been leaking. Cliché am I, pushing too much, trying to convince myself, fine, fine, I will plead guilty to it all. So what? No more excuses. I promise to calm my rhino skin mood. I promise to change. I promise to join a merry mob. I promise to start with a merry mob of one, a merry mob of myself. And then see where this goes. They say that music soothes the savage beast. I suspect that's mostly also include the mob. But I don't know, God. Is there anything that really can calm the savage beast when all these beasts gather together as a mob? Is there any way to stop them? I don't think so except by force. And this is what has gone on since the beginning of time. The mob comes, the arrows, the hot oil, the bullets, they propel forward and mow the mob down. I still believe, I believe in the power of music. I do believe it can reach all. And that's why I offer up songs. It's as much for me as it is for you. Oh. Tony, my back hurts. I think it's the stool. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. I know nothing to do with the stool. Has uh, Don't say it. Listen to me, don't listen to me while I'm grumpy. Seem too much, seem out of touch, I'm grumpy. Opine when young, it's passion fuel. Opine when you're old, you're just a fuel. You once had a point, now you're just a tool. Shouting, I have more to say. Don't you walk away. Don't listen to me. Sun is up. Hey, why aren't you? I'm grumpy. Pick up those pants. You call it a dance. Stop your whining. Get to work. Move that ass. And I don't mean twerk. Life isn't fair. Look, that ain't new. Go on and sue God. See what good it will do. Live long enough. You get tough, you see. That's right. And get grumpy. 
know about numbers, how many months and years, how many twists and how many turns, how many stinging tears. Talk to me when you've reached your thousand fear and been in bed for countless years and seen too many friends disappear. So watch as the years go by and remember go on give it that college try but be aware of my plea that you might wake up one day and find yourself like me that's right grumpy grumpy hey get off my lawn hey slow down there's kids in this neighborhood dishes away. Is anybody cleaning up around here? Am I doing this all on my own? Come on now. I could use some help. Why is this costing so much? I mean, my goodness, can you turn the lights off when you don't use them? Grumpy! Maybe I should take a hot tub. <laughs> well, it's that part of the evening, talking about going to bed. But you know, when you think about being grumpy, I wonder, my God, you? After all you've seen, eons after eons at the beginning of time, I mean, you have to be grumpy, huh? I mean, maybe not. Maybe you see every day anew, God. Maybe you, you see every day as if you've never seen it before. Well, I have a long way to go, according to my older son. And you know what? When I go to bed, I don't stay asleep. I have to get up. I have to pee. I go back to sleep. I have to get up. I have to pee. I go back to bed. I have to get up because I have to pee. And speaking of my penis, you know, I remember reading about the musician Sting and how he said he doesn't need to, to, to have an orgasm anymore. He goes on and on for sex for hours. You know what I realized now that I'm older too? And that is that Bullshit. The reason why he says he doesn't have to have an orgasm is because he bloody can't. I find myself again with another new wrinkle. That it's harder to come. I know. Hey, it's your design. And anyway, we should be able to talk about anything, you and I. Right? We're buddies. Ah, uh, yes. The new rhythms of it all. And you know, to complain about this is to complain about, I'm living longer. I've lived longer than both my mom and my dad. That's a blessing, something I am grateful for. And I should not be complaining, but it's hard to not get grumpy. And I must refocus myself and wake up anew. Boy, is that hard to do. So I'll take my grumpy self to bed and wake up and 
try to create this mob of one, this mob of, of joy and laughter. But boy, I'll tell you, I'm going to fall short every time. And hopefully you'll be there to pick me up. My God. Rest. Ugh. Why is this pillow so lumpy? She should not like this. Oh, I gotta get up and pee. I don't want to do that. I'll just turn on my side. I gotta go pee. God, this pillow is so darn lumpy. Let me just have a